Hi, I'm Amy Tian Yi Zhao, a Chinese living in America, and I'm Meg, an American who married into a Chinese family. We're the host of The Spark, a podcast that explores what it means to traverse between cultures, interrupt barriers, and create connections. 大家好，我们是火花电台，一档致力于打破文化边界，偶尔以中英双语录制的播客节目。欢迎你和我们一起用对话启迪思想。用好奇点亮可能。I feel like we haven't done this. Mm-hmm. We haven't done this in so long. It's actually not that long. It feels long, but it's、yeah. really not because I was checking the um the last episode. When did we publish that? And it was in July, so it's not that long ago. It's weird. It must be because it feels like so much has happened. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you ask me, I mean, I just feel like I just jumped straight into what we were talking about today. But I, I mean, let's just—I don't know. Do you want to have a real intro or? No, I think this is it. Let's just dive right in. <laughs> yeah, I feel because the thing is, I feel、um, it's interesting. That I just feel like it's. Uh, if you ask me if I have changed a lot from July to now, I don't think so. But at the same time, it just feels like a long time ago since we done this. So, yeah, absolutely. It was crazy because I was thinking about it just in reflection before we hopped on today, just about how it's literally been over three years since we've started the Spark, and. Majority of that has been during a pandemic, which has been interesting, and I think we'll probably get into that later. But、um, it's just weird to think like how long it's been, but how short it's been, and how much has happened in between. You know? Yeah, especially especially for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I think for you as well, like in in our own ways, you know. Internally, yes, I think I've. Yes,、uh, it's oh god. I mean, in short, I think this this recording is just trying to serve as a reminder to everyone who is listening that we are going to keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think it's just I think there's something that I think I've kind of been unsubscribing to in the past few years, especially is this idea that. I always have to be on. I always have to be doing what people expect me to do. I have to be creating this consistent content. I have to be like so hard on myself to, I don't know, please the external world when really it doesn't feel authentic to me, kind of thing. So I'm kind of like letting go of like people's timelines and expectations and just focusing. I feel like that's when I can get into like. My creative space, and be able to put things out there that I hope will impact the lives of other positively without pressure. You know, yeah.、Like、go of the pressure is what I'm. I'm just unsubscribed. Sorry if you have pressure. I'm not. I'm not a part of. I'm not a part of that. Yeah, that's so interesting because I was about to say the opposite. I think it has a lot to do with the personality because、yeah. I think. Letting go and giving yourself a break allows you to do more. Yes, which I totally agree. Because I th- I can feel that the imaginary pressure and what it has done to you, 
not on a daily basis because I don't see you every day and I, I don't work with you. But I think when you consider this podcast as something that is a potential pressure, and it does something to you, and it stopped you from creating, it stopped you from wanting to approach it as authentically as you could, um, similar to how it all started. But I think for me, I I subscribed to um, to <laughs> in the new year. I I think I'm going to push myself hard um, because I realize I'm the kind of person who's constantly trying to find a way to run away, which we talked about before, because that is where I thought my creative space is at, but. At the end of the day, for me personally, that escape creates um, just blankness, space, and you know, I, I it just feels blank. It feels vain. It feels not what after you pursue the freedom that you thought you'd been longing for for so long. It might not be what I've been expecting for. I don't know if anyone can relate to that, but in short, I think I keep telling myself that I can be anything but weak. So mm. that is like, you can call me anything, but I'm not weak. So I think trying to push myself harder is going to be, if I actually can push my heart myself to the degree that you've been pushing myself, then I will stop and then like, you know, go back to the let it go state of mind. But for now, I'm re- I think I'm ready. Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting. Like, yeah, I, I guess maybe let's dive into like what's happened since our last episode and then yeah. what's happened. Um, I mean, like since we started the podcast, like our evolution, yeah. but I'd love to just dive in to catch people up on what's happened in the past. How many months has it been? Actually, I know this, um, because it's been the amount of my recovery for my injuries. So about like almost oh. six months it's been, <laughs> wait, are you still recovering? I'm still recovering, but, oh my God. um, I guess you're still I'll wearing just- the knee cap thing. Yeah. So I guess I'll oh, just wow. kick it off where I was. Yes. <laughs> let's last let's do it. So I feel like since July, I have literally had to start all over from square one in every aspect of my life. Um, I had this moment, I had this injury. Um, I dislocated my kneecap. This is the second time this has happened in my life and hopefully the last. Um, I'm two for two on both my knees now. So have no more knees left and hopefully no more injuries. Um, but I, that was particularly hard, um, to, cause I was at this place in my life where I felt like I was at my strongest physically that I'd ever been. I worked really hard to just improve my, um, physical, spiritual, mental, emotional wellness over the, over the course of the pandemic, I really feel like I tapped into a strength physically, mentally, and emotionally that I had never seen before. And when that injury happened, it shattered all of that. And at first in the beginning, I was like, okay, like this is just going to move through me. I'm just going to absorb this and I'm just going to let it move through me. And that lasted for a very short amount of time. I'd like to say I handled it well, like it, like 
it's what it is. It's like the mental gymnastics of things, you know, it's like, suddenly I can't move the way I want to. And I can't. And then on top of that, well, I was out with my knee. Um, and then I got COVID a week later and I had been holding out the entire pandemic. I had not had it. I felt like I did. I had done everything right. Um, and that was really defeating too, because I just felt like, okay, like already, like my physical body is already like in this place where I don't want it to be. And then add COVID on top of that. And it was like, this is the grand finale of the past few years kind of thing. Um, and I am still coming back from all of that, like day by day, like COVID really had a toll on my body. Like I feel different and I have felt different since I've had it. And overcoming that has been really challenging. Um, but I feel like I'm working myself back like step by step, moment by moment. And it's not easy, but like there's beauty in starting over because it means it's a blank canvas. And so mm -hmm. my goal from this moment from July, I just kept telling myself every single day, and I'm still telling myself this is that I'm going to be stronger mm. than I, than I was before. I just have to keep like, and I truly believe that because I think what's going to make me stronger is the fact that I will be able to hopefully like six more months down the road, five, six more months down the road, be able to say, yeah, I came back from that. And I remember what I was or how I felt before. And I'm beyond that now. Um, not just from a physical aspect, because mostly like, I feel like the physical aspect is just the lagging indicator of things, but the leading indicator of things is your mental mm -hmm. state, your mentality. Um, but also like I've opened it up about this, like more in my personal life and I'm not going to go too into depth here. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, like, so we had, um, unfortunately, in our family, we had a very close family member pass away um, during the pandemic, unrelated to COVID. It was just something that happened. Um, and it, that has consumed, that consumed 2022 um, in my world and mine and my husband's world. And it was one of our family members back in China and try, 2022 was spent for my husband trying to just get back. And yeah. I'm sure that there are some listeners out there who maybe have it, unfortunately experienced the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's, I hope that in sharing that really personal, I won't go too. it's really personal to my husband. So I want to respect that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I hope that in sharing that, someone else can know that they're not alone because going through that process for us felt so isolating, um, in the sense that it felt like in 2022, everybody just, it felt like everybody was finally moving on. And in a sense though, like, because everything was still so locked down in China, um, during that time, it's like, wait a second, like we can't move on. Like this is still very much a part of our lives. Yeah. So, in a nutshell, um, that's what I've been doing for since July is starting over and yeah. just completely everything's been turned on its head. And I've just figured out how to 
how to start again. And it's hard because you wonder, can I do it? You know, mm-hmm. there's that in the moment of imposter syndrome. Like, am I going to be able to do this? You know, yeah. but you do in the end. So well, you you have to, you have and to, I, you have yeah. to, and you know, it's interesting because what you were saying, talking about the knees, talking about your physical, you feel strong, but then only in one second, everything just, just shattered your belief, what you have been working for. And I know that people who are listening, um, you, you won't know the amount of things that like you have to do with, I, I know what you have been through, but I only, I'm not you. So I'm not in this, I'm just observing. So it's not just knees, the knees, physical aspect, I think is just, it's just one indicator of what you've been trying to build up or build towards you know that that's just the one thing that's feasible you know that you can get a hold of because there are so many things that have happened in your life even before july you it's 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 crazy and um it's not just physical and it's it's there's so many things going on and i i fully i respect you i i really do because it's it's just so difficult and i'm glad that you are starting over and it's been going great i mean hey i saw you after three years i know (laughs) that's it i want to get into that but um i wanted to maybe like hear about what you've been up to since july and then i definitely Mm want to get into the trip because that was a definite highlight of 2022 and i feel like there's so much to talk about um in regards to that trip and seeing one another for the first time but yeah for yeah, sure what have you been up to since july i had a vacation <laughs> i uh <laughs> i i went home with the hope of um to getting some clarity because i for the longest time for the past three years i think i've been thinking oh what's next and what happened to actually to you traumatized me in a way as well because I, it, it made me scared about something that will eventually happen to me at a certain point in my life. Talking and, about like losing somebody or... Yeah, losing somebody when I'm away. And it's not just when I'm in China. I think anyone, you don't live in the same state, you don't live in the same city. And that's just something that we put at the back of our mind. And and to be honest, um, that made me just want to go home so much more um and i did uh and i in fact i saw your i saw your husband when i was in china yes, um and that was really really fun i i got i met so many people while i was back i met jk for the first time yes. in my life and uh what a, what an interesting soul i love him so much and yes. i went home and i gained some clarity um but not that much because what i gained by talking to my parents is actually that I think I'm not gonna be on my own now (laughs) and they can still support me in a lot of ways but I think mentally I'm gonna be on my own now that's a pretty clear signal um I I so that is interesting um and then I came back um came back through myself into 
a lot of the works that I wasn't able to do while I was away um, and officially decided that by by turning 28, which is next year in May, take notes, that's going to be my birthday month. By turning 28, I, I want to know exactly what I'm going to be doing for the next three years. I don't need to have a five-year plan, but I want to know uh, what can I do, um, what like am direction. I really good at, like the direction in the next, because I've been in the same direction lingering for way too long, trying yeah. to enjoy the escape, but I feel I couldn't fully enjoy it if I don't know where the next is leading me to so I I don't want to feel stagnant and I'm trying to it's not just career I think it's just finding the next passion that I can um, continue putting my my passion in I guess I don't know uh, I'm at an age where it's confusing just just let me be so <laughs> um so that and but then in the meantime Oh, 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 another thing is I, on a random day in April, very random, I even forgot which date it was, I decided to unsubscribe, to to um, drop out from all the boutique workout classes that I've ever attended to and just return to the most basic, which is treadmill. And it's, I'm not a doctor. I don't know physics. I don't, I really do not know anything in terms of if, if it's even okay for you to run that much. I do not know. But um, for me personally, I know that my body type, what works for me the best is just to put in the time on work and to start from the most basic. And yeah. I did that. I did it in April, took a little stop, but slowly incorporating it into my, just routine and it was very difficult you gotta know i was the last one i was the last one in my class in high school running like on track i was never good at it i was always on the heavier side and i'm because i'm tall well not as tall as you but i'm taller and um i'm never skinny i'm never fast like i'm not heavy obese but i'm also not like skinny so um and in fact i think i needed to lose a little bit of uh, fat like the ratio the bmi is not very balanced although that's not a very scientific indicator but from health perspective i should because if i cannot run persistently for i don't know 10 minutes you got to look into your health so um <laughs> so i just on a random day decided to go back to the basics and just hit that treadmill and i did and then it became a part of my life i'm still not very fast at all um but that gave me grounding power and make me feel that i'm connected to myself again and it's something that i can control so um, that's a big change in my life that i finally decided to go back to the most basic non-fancy workout mm. not a jogger though not a jogger don't don't invite me to run in the central park i don't know if i can do that uh, <laughs> but i cry when I, <laughs> I cried uh, in when I was on uh, almost crying uh, on the verge of tears when I was in Porto with my boyfriend. We decided to run, and he's so much faster. And I just saw him, like leaving me, leaving my eyesight. And I just had that all in a sudden that feeling of being the last kid in the class came back to me, and I was like on the verge of tears, crying. But you just gotta do it, and I think that's the moment that I need more in the new years just to push it through and i 
and I did it and it feels great because I don't want my let me say this I don't want my body to give up oh no I don't want my head to give up before my body does like in my head like it's my brain that's giving up it's not my body that's giving up so Oh, it's I think I couldn't do it. Yeah, mentally, it's I think I'm tired, but maybe I'm not. You know, it's I think it's easier the other way around, but maybe it's not. So I totally know what you're saying. Like it, that's what I. Yeah, that's kind of like what I was hinting at too earlier when I was talking about like the leading and lagging. Like your mentality is the leading indicator. You know, like the leading driving force and your body will always follow. Like your body always can do more than your mind tells it it can do. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. been something that's so important for me personally to remember too, is like, I don't like today, for example, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm so sore from yesterday for my physical therapy. And then today, and I, I got, I just started doing it. I, you just almost have to be mechanical about yes. that kind of thing. It's like brushing teeth. Yeah. It's like brushing teeth. It's like, this can't is think I, about this it. This is what I do now. And you just can't think about it. Cause your mind is going to tell you a million reasons. Yes. Yes. And, oh my God. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it all and, makes sense. Yes. And the thing is though, is that like, we're all, I don't know. Like you just, you just have to do it. Like you almost mm-hmm. just have to turn it off. And then though, like, when you're, I, I believe, you know, but a, a, a body in motion stays in motion. And, yeah. and so once you're in motion, it's really easy to just keep going, you know? Yeah, it and, really is. Yeah. But I do want to say out there for people, cause I know that there's people that probably may potentially like struggle with mm-hmm. things, having an unhealthy relationship with their body or having an unhealthy relationship with food or body image stuff in general. And I just want to put it out there that, um, like for me personally, like I don't do any of what I do body wise. And I say mm-hmm. I'm starting over. It's not to achieve a specific look. It's not to achieve like any sort of idealized body in the media. It's just because mm-hmm. I want to be strong and I want to, be yeah. able to do the things that I love. And if you're struggling with these sorts of things, like I see you, I hear you. And, um, I just wanted to put that out there. Cause I, I don't want, I don't want us to be talking about this and yeah. have it be like activating for somebody. Cause it's a really sensitive kind of mm-hmm. topic, especially like when you get into like things like BMIs and stuff like that. Cause I don't even mm-hmm. know if that's like necessary. It's not, they're finding more and more. It's not so accurate. And mm-hmm. not yeah. Presentation. I don't think it is. And the it's thing is healthy. No, it's not healthy, but it's also, there's nothing that's precise in any way other than that standard that you set for yourself. Mm-hmm. And while I'm setting that standards for myself, that's just one of the many things that I consider. And I I think everyone has the right and should have the right in the new year or or some other time when you're ready to set standards for yourself. Mm-hmm. And whatever other tools that you use, it's just a reference. And I use this as one of the references, and I think it's right. Um, I mean, I think people can have all different kind of opinions on it, and I will never enforce what is right to me to what is right to other people. Um, but, you know, it's just life. Like, it's it's very sensitive, and 
I yeah no there is no right standard when it comes to body when it comes to fat ratio, but do but if you are considering um to have something very tangible in life to hold that is just something that I found not not the numbers but the workout to have a control of your body is very empowering to me. So um so yeah that's just that but I totally agree with what you said though. It's not. Yeah. It's not scientific, no, and yeah. yeah, I I think too. Like, um, as someone who I think like has struggled in the past of like over controlling mm-hmm. like body stuff and like trying to. Oh, maybe I'm on my way. <laughs> it's. I can tell you, it's just. It's not a like. I don't know. It's not like a. Yeah. Game. It can turn really unhealthy really quickly. So I just want to like yeah. put that out there for any listeners. Like that is not something that we're like. Yeah. I guess, promoting because I think Mm -hmm, mm. I think what we're trying to promote is like just doing something that's good that makes you feel good just focus Mm -hmm. on how you feel and what feels good for you and yeah and uh, and and sometimes short-term happiness cannot lead to the long-term happiness I think what I'm ultimately want to say is to look far and have a vision um short-term suffering sometimes can lead to a better outcome and um, it's the hard work, the build up the hard work, no matter it's in work or in life. I think to avoid the hard work can never get me to where I want to be. But to do the hard work, even though it still doesn't lead me to where I want it to be eventually, but then never regret doing those things. I think that is what, because I, I see avoiding the hard work as a part of my success for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And it is, though. It's a way, it's a shortcut. You know, it's smart for some people that to 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 find that but i i think i realize no matter how successful how high up you are mm, you they still do the dirty work in their own definition like you still have to do the dirty work can't avoid it forever so i think that's <laughs> yeah. the takeaway absolutely i've learned that mm-hmm. like especially through this recovery there's no shortcut yeah so you just have to like get to it and do the pt but yeah, I, you know, I, what I really wanted to get to is talking about our trip, like seeing each yes. other. Um, yes. So we saw each other for the first time in three years. Um, back in December, we made a commitment. We made a promise mm-hmm. that we were going to see each other before 2022 was over. And we did it. And I am so excited that we did. Mm-hmm. It was honestly, truly, and I don't know if you realized this Amy but mm-hmm. it truly was such an important trip not just because oh yeah like, was. for me personally like it was a it was such an important trip and I think it's one I'm gonna remember for the rest of my life mm-hmm. um simply because so much for me personally so much personal growth happened on that yeah trip. oh god yeah oh um, my god in the best most beautiful way and then to be able to experience one another and yes be in that like being time and space together for the first Mm -hmm. time in so long um was just I don't know there was something really 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 special about it and it was very mesmerizing I think that it feels like no time has passed but at the same time it feels like a long time as well and I can never forget that we spent five hours (laughs) or like I don't even know five or five and a half hours in like a Brooklyn dessert shop 
It was a very legit dessert shop, though. I w- I'll give you that. <laughs> but... And it's pretty typical for us to spend five hours. Yeah. Oh, come <laughs> on. Like, talking, it you can... by, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, if you can, like, eat a sorbet for five hours, why not, you know? Yeah, so... exactly. Best sorbet ever. <laughs> oh, actually, though, yes. That was really good. That was so um, good. It was so good. But, <laughs> you know, it's 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 I needed that because it's the closest your your way of living i mean maybe you don't realize it but maybe we both do not realize that our your simple existence is an inspiration for me because i never know that life could be lived that way like you can be gentle and strong at the same time i think that is what i learned from everything that you have been through because you're so gentle to life but you are so strong when it, to yourself, like when, when you have to embrace difficulties and going through every single thing that we have, you know, encountered in our personal lives and in our careers. And it was just, I needed that. Mm, I needed that too. I just really, I feel like, and I don't think I've like really told it to you in this way, but there was a moment where we were sitting there talking mm-hmm. over sorbet for five hours and um you said to me something that has forever stuck with me and will continue to forever stick with me you said i really love this version of you like mm-hmm. don't like keep her and mm-hmm. i you have no idea how much that meant to me because i feel like for the past few years and majority of my life probably like i have been like undergoing especially in the past few years this like metamorphosis almost and I feel like I've been chipping away at this block of marble that somewhere inside is me and kind of letting go of like other people's projections onto me other people's expectations that they have for me like my internalization of both of those things and then embodying all of that and then not knowing where I end and someone else begins, which has been like a really, now that I'm out of it, I'm like, whoa, like, hi me. Like, I'm so excited to get to know you. And when you said that to me, I was just like, it, it was this validation of like, hell yeah. Like I'm who I'm Mm -hmm. supposed to be because you have, of all people have like watched me, like, Mm -hmm. I think transform in a way that no one else has. Um, I mean, for example, during this trip too, um, I feel like you were really stressed and worried that we weren't spending yeah, like, I was every working. moment together. Yeah. But I have to tell you, like, I, I think like, even though it was a really busy time for you, it was, it was like your busiest yeah. ever. No, it's because, well, just a little context is because yes. every year we've done this, the biggest event in yes. the entire New York society. And I want you to be in the moment you know but I completely underestimate how busy I could actually be so going back to what you said (laughs) but I think like it was such a gift in two ways like everything being so busy the first way is I feel like you and I really plus I was staying with you too which I think is a whole different experience I think you and I like grew even closer because we just we just got to see each other like living yeah. life like in the in and out like because you know when you like yeah sometimes when you have trips and you visit people there's the you that's visiting and like and maybe this is just me like now I'm like totally myself these days so I feel like I'm like 
not a people pleaser and I'm not like curating myself to fit whatever version I think I need yeah. to be for specific people. But like, even if I was still that person, there wouldn't have been an option to do that kind of thing. Because like in the craziness of the work week, like I got to see up close and personal, like all of you and you got mm -hmm. to see up close and personal, like all of me. And mm -hmm. I think that was such a beautiful experience. I think there's something so special about just being in the day-to-day -day moments with people mm -hmm. like your friends, like doing things that they would just with them that they would just normally do anyways. It like, was a 72 hour trip too. Yes, like it was exactly. very short, but to it but also feels so long because we've done so much. Yes. Um, so, we so did. many moments you see me, you see me working, you see me partying, you see me, you know, we, we, we experience as many things as we could during that limited amount of hours. And yes. I just feel so natural. I mean, it, it definitely did. is a gift. It's a gift yes. that we, we hit it off because I can see it goes terribly wrong, <laughs> which is the reason <laughs> why I never really host people. Like I don't, but first of all, I, I have no space. And second of all, like, I just don't like doing that to be honest, because I yeah. feel it's, it's uneasy for, you know, the, the, the guests as well. And if I were rich enough, I will buy a hotel for you to stay, but I unfortunately not there yet in five years, maybe. <laughs> so, so it's like, you know, I, I, it's always kind of like, ah, oh, it's okay. It's not, but I'm so glad that we did that. And it was ab it's absolutely amazing so special so so special yeah, and i'm the really same is. way like sometimes like i get like nervous about yeah. like being in a space with somebody for like longer than i don't know a few hours like in the sense of like hosting like i want to make sure like somebody is comfortable or i want to make sure like everything and then i you know it can be stressful at times mm -hmm. like that experience so i totally know exactly what you're saying and this i don't know why like our time together just felt so natural mm -hmm. and so easy and then i think the second part of it too what made this trip so important and like that craziness of the week is that i spent quite a bit of time on my own too mm -hmm. which was a big deal um for anybody who knows me personally they know like i I am timid when it comes to like figuring out public transportation mm -hmm. and all this stuff. But I had this really beautiful day. I, I think it was my first day. Um, yeah, it was. It was I'm so sorry. People day. are going to be like, you are not responsible. <laughs> no, it was the best. It was the best. Yeah. So the first day I met up with you, I took my first solo subway ride ever. That honestly scared the living crap out of me. Like, I don't know why. I mean, I was raised in a small town, but, and I live in a small town again, but for some reason that just really scared me. I just have this fear of like getting lost and like not being able to figure it out. And I feel like many of our listeners could probably relate because likely with who's listening to this podcast has, they probably had that experience. Yeah. Um, but I didn't. And there was like one moment where I was like going the wrong way for a second and I just got off and rerouted. And it was just such an, a powerful experience to be able to know that I've got myself, like I can trust myself to be able to figure things out like the subway system. And then the rest of the day, after I met up with you, the rest of the day, I basically just took myself on a day date and mm -hmm. 
I walked 40,000 steps, which I don't know how that's even possible. Crazy. For someone who has knee issues, take a break. <laughs> don't walk 40,000 the first day when you arrive in a city. But sorry, keep going. But seriously, yeah, 40,000 steps. I went all over the place and I went, like, I just, anywhere, I just asked myself, I was like, okay, where do you want to go now? And I just went and it was so easy and I did it and I was so proud of myself. And then there was this moment, um, I went to Central Park and then I was headed to the Met after, but I got lunch and I just decided, I was like, I'm just going to get lunch and I'm going to eat my lunch on a bench in Central Park. And I did that. And then I was just sitting there eating some mangoes, some like fresh cut mangoes. And I was, the sun was shining and it was just such a beautiful moment. And I was like, dang, like, I really wish like I could capture this. And these two girls walked by and I straight up just said to them, I just said, can you just take a picture of me? And they're like, yeah. I was like, I'm just sitting here on a bench in Central Park eating these mangoes. I successfully navigated the New York City subway system today all by myself. And I just need to remember this because I know that moment right there, that picture is something that I know I'm going to look back on forever as the moment that I became myself Mm -hmm. and that I trusted myself and relied on myself. And I have never felt more like me than I did in that moment. And I needed to remember that. And so that day was such a gift. Like being able to be in time and space with you and staying with you and seeing you in your element at work. And then being able to be gifted that time alone too was mm-hmm. so, so special and important. So that trip yeah. is like something I'm going to remember for the rest of my life. No, I, I love that story. It's so empowering because again, it's not just a subway. It's not just a trip on yourself. I think for the longest time, this whole alone time gives you an opportunity, a chance. Yeah. It's just a, it's just, it's, if it's to peel an onion, then let it be peeling the onion. I think it's just an outlet for, it's just at that specific moment, whoever is up there or life just decides to give you a chance for you to feel that you have control of your life. And yeah. it could be any small thing or any big things. And it just happened to be, the most beautiful encounter in, in the Central Park, eating mango, and it was it was really I I mean again to be honest, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but <Why? laughs> it was the best. Stop. I know I'm sorry. glad I'm glad you had a great day, but um it was it was bizarre that day. But for me personally, it just I was all over the place and I was not having the best time at work and all that but good thing we we met up afterwards and it all went well um and we went to someone's party who is significantly younger than us and just observing our old selves (laughs) you should do you want to take us there because i think that was a fun experience (laughs) there's there's no special like meaning to be derived from this experience or it's just fun like we were just happy well, to be there because i'm cool to have like significantly younger friends <laughs> oh, my, oh my god there's I... nothing like going to a house party when you're almost 30 yeah with a bunch of <laughs> under 25 year olds yeah 25 and under 
And it yeah. is like the craziest experience. That's when you like, that's, if you really want to know how much you've grown, go to a house party, almost 30. Make like yourself invited. That means that you're yeah. successful somehow yeah. in one weird way or another, at least like, you know, but once you are in, you're in or make your friends go. And then, yeah, that's a good, that's a good advice. I like that. I might take that sentence out. <laughs> just, just like to put it somewhere as like a, like a, blurb or something i don't know but no that was a housewarming and it wasn't just like a normal house party it's like it, it's not like a 30 year old house party it's mm -mm. it's it's like we are here together for absolutely no reason than punting shots kind of party mm -hmm. i mean i love them dearly that i'm very glad to be invited but it's pretty obvious that we are like way older i think or maybe to shots. us yeah, no, unfortunately. Well, <laughs> I think I took one. That. Maybe you did. Yeah, one. I think I took one, but that's not. it. And it wasn't even that bad, to be honest. But um, <laughs> I I was like sat down for the rest of the night. But I think you know it's it's interesting because uh, I when I was twenty something, I was never cool enough to be invited to those kind of things. I think. Mm. <laughs> I mean, maybe a couple, but not to the scale. I don't think that many people. I don't know. It was fun, um, but looking at yourself at that age is terrifying. Yeah, well, and it, I mean, there's, we all go through that age and there's nothing mm -hmm. wrong with it, but there was such, we were both talking about it. We were sitting in the corner and kind of like observing things because it was truly a moment of, of observance. And it's like this overwhelming feeling of peace. It's like, wow, like mm -hmm. all of that is behind me kind of thing mm. and not in a way like I'm better than you or anything like that it was no. like as you I guess I'm gonna have an unpopular opinion real quick and just say that I'm really excited to turn 30. Mm -hmm. no I because, love turning 30. yeah like I'm so I still have one more year but I'm looking forward to it because I feel like it's gonna be this homecoming of like yeah all the crazy like restlessness and being settled in confusion of your 20s is over you know and i i know that 30 i'm not naive enough to think that 30 doesn't have its own set of different you know things going on but yeah but you know it's like what we said you've unlocked all the hidden level like the older you are the more game that you the more uh how do you say the level that you unlock and then you, you get up. more fun you you level up yeah so it's exciting it's scary sure like dealing with i don't know dealing with um some random hookups versus dealing with baby i, I it's obvious the other one is harder but like <laughs> <laughs> oh maybe who knows maybe but it's different um maybe it's not a good reference but you know what i mean right like it's it's of course the challenge is going to be more challenging but if it's always if it's always how to zip up your pants then then how I'm, I'm, I will be worried, you know, like that's not the biggest, if that's the biggest challenge that you're going to face, then we're not living it up. We are not getting better to have yeah. more excitement in life. So, well, so I that just, I just thought about something too, that I did not think about until just now, but it was kind of poetic because that was our last night that our last few hours we spent together. We're at this house party and a lot of our trip because we hadn't seen each other in three years was kind of taking inventory of how each other has grown and um 
growing in the process of this trip too. And then being there at the house party was just like this, this validation that yes, you have grown and this look back on, I guess this ode to like, to the twenties basically. Yeah. And like bidding them farewell in a way and kind of like, I don't know, it was kind of poetic to like start the trip, like as like, I don't know, like taking inventory of the growth and then ending the trip with kind of like looking back at where we used to be at one point in our lives. For sure. And I was very poetic and I love, and I think maybe we are the only people that we think we are old, but I don't think anyone realized that to be honest. No. And we're not Uh, that much older, but I'm not like a hundred years old. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. But someday, hopefully we will be. Yeah, we and will. that'll be fun. Um, that will be. That will be. But yeah, like I, I don't know what it is. Like the ages between twenty five and thirty are interesting in the sense of like you start to forget how old you are. Number one, I feel like that's the first thing that happens. You don't actually know if you're like twenty seven or twenty eight, like, mm-hmm. or you don't know if you're twenty nine. And you then, know you're twenty one though. You know when you're twenty one <laughs> and you know how many years you have left before twenty five. But then after that, yes. it's like okay, like blur together. Gray area. Yeah, absolutely. It's like what I call awkward age. It's like yeah. weird to have a big ass birthday party for twenty seven years old. But yeah. it's even weirder for twenty eight. And then, then when, when you're, you're 30, thirty, people are like, Oh my god, it so sounds like you're dying. So and you have to, like Go all out. Every year, I don't yeah. like when people are like, "Oh, you're like, oh, turning 30. Like, what? So, like, am I dying or something? It's yeah. funny because I was talking to my friend actually. Um, I would not name the name, but who just had a baby. I, I don't know if you know him. You probably don't, but he he's rather young. He's pretty young, to be honest. Um, younger than me, and he's having a baby, and mm-hmm. which is you know, shocking to a lot of his um, same age peers, but that's his decision. And I, I really respect it because you're taking a lot of responsibility for people your age and you're capable of making that decision. Mm-hmm. And he said when he disclosed that information to his friends or his, you know, co- uh, college friends and all that, well, he graduated, but, you know, people from college that he knew, um, everyone, everyone reacts to the news like he's dying. He's like, like he had to spend time explaining to people that he is just becoming a father. He is not dying. <laughs> I don't know what that is. And like, you know, like things like that, like becoming a dad, turning 30, all of those things are evidence that you are still here. Like you, and I, I think that there's so much, like, there's so much to celebrate in both those things because yeah, it's, it's proof that no, you're, you're not dead. You're still here because like, that's the opposite of, of aging. And I don't want yeah. that for like, at least a long time, you know? Yeah. So. And don't conform to the societal pressure that always sounds scary because remember when we've done the whole mother series yeah. last year, well, two years from now, mm-hmm. like how we just assume that is a hard work. It is. Yeah. By no means I'm denying that, but we should not be the people who point fingers and saying that is our work because we don't know. We don't know, first of all. And second, it's like, it's so personal. It's almost like you're eating a dish. Do you like it or not? You know, people have different way of approaching it. And 
whatever we were given as a concept that is a hard work, it comes from a lot of judgmental, come from a judgmental space. Yeah. It's hard work because, you know, the gender is not equal, you know, we, we one is doing more than the other and we assume that it's harder, but it might not be the case. And then by conforming to that pressure, I mean, it's going out of, a, out of, well, what's the word, what's the term? On a tangent, but you know, I think um, to not have pre-assumption and just to live, to live it and to experience it is also something I want to do in the yes. upcoming New Year's. And just to live, to think less, but to think less ahead of time, but to think hard afterwards. Like don't, don't, don't just jump into a conclusion because. I, I think overthinking deprives so many experiencing aspect of it and yeah. it deprives my right from feeling things. So, yes, oh, I yes. totally love what you just said about not overthinking things, because I think like, as I am getting older, like <laughs> edging towards 30, like what a blessing you start to think about different things like expanding your family and things like that. And I think for so long, I've spent so much time like overthinking it and like trying to plan it out every which way, trying to like think about like, oh, well, I don't know, like not going to get into the details of things, but there, why overthink it in the end? Because yeah, it doesn't make a difference anyway. No. Like I think like think less, live more kind of thing. Yes. And then <laughs> go yes. for it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's exactly what we need. Um, so should we, this, this episode is going to go all over the place. So if you're still with us at this point, <laughs> we, love you. Uh, we love you. It's it's actually really nice. I mean, yeah. hey, it's just us catching up. I was thinking while I'm talking uh, in my head, I was thinking, oh, I'm going to piece this part of the conversation to the front and then to just do a surgery of the recording. And then I just feel like, eh. I'll leave it as it is. Um, great, yeah. Yeah. And should we end the whole thing on what's new for the Spark in 2023? Yes. Yeah, so it's fun because we kind of took inventory for what's new for each of us. And then, of course, the Spark um, also has some new things coming up and we wanted to share them with you. So like we were talking about earlier, we've built such an incredible community of people over the past three years, whether it be guests or listeners, all of you are just such incredible people. We're so thankful for you. Thank you so much for following along and being a part of this journey with us. It truly wouldn't be what it is without each and every one of you, every guest. Your input, your story. Your yes. Voice. And your vulnerability and your willingness to be here with us. When we first created this podcast, we found so much value in our first conversation. And we wanted to share that with other people in case maybe you needed those kinds of conversations too. And now it's crazy because after having, gosh, I don't know how many guests now, I felt, I feel like personally, like I've needed every single one of those stories and the conversation just continues to compound. And it's just been so amazing and so beautiful to see. And at the end of the day, um, community is what it's always been about for us. So with that, we've been kind of thinking about different ways in which we can connect more intentionally with our community and on a platform that really puts our community at the center 
And so with that, we'd like to invite you to our new home on Substack. Um, so we no longer have a website. If you are wondering where that was, you have a link somewhere. Um, it no longer exists because we now live on Substack. We'll be releasing every new episode and update on Substack. And if you subscribe, if you subscribe, excuse me, um, it will all come straight to your inbox. And mm -hmm. then the platform also offers us an opportunity to start conversations with you, the listener and the rest of the Spark community, which we're really excited about experimenting mm -hmm. with and kind of having that two-way conversation that this has always been about, whether you're a guest or you're not, we want to be able to have those conversations with everyone. Um, and also if you're not ready to be Substack official with us, don't worry. We don't take it personally. The spark will continue to be available anywhere you like to listen to your podcast. But if you mm -hmm. do like listening to the, the spark, um, on your preferred platform, could we ask you a favor to just leave us a review and let us know what you think? It's really valuable to us. Um, especially if you like the podcast, if you don't like the podcast, don't worry about it. <laughs> Maybe mm -hmm. we're just mm -hmm. not your cup of tea. Um, any which way we're so excited for this new chapter in the spark story. And we mm -hmm. just want to thank you deeply from the bottom of our hearts for being a part of it. Yeah, no, actually, I think that for, um, well, another thing is I realize we have a lot of listeners on the Chinese side. I, yes. I see you we see and you. we see you and I, we have a exponentially grew on um Xiao Yu Zhou, the Chinese podcast app that is almost identical to Substack that I just realized. Mm -hmm. Um and then we had a lot of people on Himalaya, NetEase. And I will produce more content. I think that after con having a lot of conversations with Meg, we realize we have different personalities and we, you know, have we can focus on multiple areas that we are good at um, and reaching out to different community, reaching out to different stories and have more um, to create more sparks in the new year. So uh, just keep an eye out. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting. I am excited. So Me too. I feel so energized and I feel like we figured out this whole podcasting thing. We were so nervous in the beginning and yeah. we weren't sure. We we learned everything along the way. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this new chapter on Substack and then on the new platforms that we're also expanding onto and like focusing more on the Chinese audience, mm -hmm. it's really accumulation of like all of that, all of that learning that we've done over the past three years. And now we're yeah. just excited to enjoy it. Um, to enjoy it, to exist, to produce content. I will produce more content and I, um, I am very excited to get back on it. Yeah, absolutely. So Amy, do you want to tell them exactly just again, um, where they can find us on Chinese apps and then including WeChat yes. and then I'll cover, um, the Substack part of things and then Instagram as well. First of all, everything will be in the description of this episode. So don't worry, yes. I will put the link up there. So on my side, I have um, the podcast. We our program is on Himalaya. It's on Wang Yi Boke. It's on Xiao Yu Zhou. Xiao Yu Zhou is where um, we can have a direct interactions with you. I reply to comment, including the bad ones. The bad ones, I said thank you for your comment. Mm -hmm. 
they they i don't i don't know how again she she took criticism so much so much better than i do i take it personally but i will be nice to you and i say thank you so much for your advice which i do i am grateful um and um the the wechat platform and we still have it but i i i um i need to get back on that it's just called the spark let me double check it's called the spark podcast uh, and I would love to produce more Chinese content, uh, when I feel like it, <laughs> uh, and, oh yeah, we do, we do, we do, we do, it's actually uh, pretty good, now I look at it, um, yeah, I need to get back to it, and I look forward to connect with you guys. Absolutely. Cool. And then over here on my side, we of course have our Instagram at spark underscore podcast. You can find us there um, in our link in our bio, you will find the link for Substack. Um, mm-hmm. If you click on that link, you will have the opportunity to subscribe to Substack. Please do. And we would love to have you. Um, well, we'd love to be invited into your inbox and have that more direct interaction with you. Um, it is us, like Amy said, behind all of it. So if you tell, if you say something to us on any of these platforms, if you're leaving comments, um, we are personally responding. Oh, Instagram too. Instagram. Instagram too. Yeah. So we have, we have Instagram. So, um, it's, it's always us behind, behind each of these platforms. So please mm-hmm. follow us on Instagram. If you haven't already spark underscore podcast. Um, and then we have, we will have the link in the bio, um, on Instagram for Substack. but you can also find us, um, at the spark podcast.substack.com. And that's our direct URL to our Substack page. So check it out. Mm-hmm. We got some cute new pics taken too. Um, oh, yes, we do. <laughs> so uh, new year, new look, new platform. Um, same us with new, newfound strengths, qualities, um, new growth. So mm-hmm. we're just really excited to be here and be, and we're excited that you're here and 2023, here we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ready. And we'll be back very soon. Thank you. Yes. Talk soon. Thank you so much for listening. We'd love for you to join in on the conversation. If you haven't already, please rate and review this podcast. You can also connect with us on Instagram at spark underscore podcast and Facebook at the spark podcast with Megan Amy, or send us an email at hello spark podcast at gmail.com. And wherever you may be listening from, We hope you have the courage to be the spark.